702. All right, now to talk, uh, now time to talk about a political story you should not ignore. Uh, we know, of course, uh, as uh, relaxation of uh, the rules around uh, the management of COVID-19 have been announced, uh, one of uh, the important issues has been the mining industry, the opening up of the mining industry. Uh, the Labour Court has uh, ordered uh, the Chief Inspector of Mines to uh, gazette guidelines and implement a code of practice uh, to mitigate against the spread of the coronavirus in mines. But is it working? We're joined now by the General Secretary of the National Union of Mine Workers, David Zipunzi. Welcome to our program and thank you for your time. Good morning, Bongani, and good morning to your listeners. You know, this is a conversation we have had around whether or not miners can retain uh, can return safely to work, particularly those who work uh, close to each other underground. And we got all kinds of assurances that uh, you know measures would be put in place to make sure everything was above board. It's turning out not to be that case. True, the outbreak in Bonin is an indication that um, these assurances are just lies. Uh, The mining industry is a very, very unique industry where congestion is a a, a daily event. The issue of uh, 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 implementing the social distancing is very difficult in that that industry. So... I mean, we're seeing now um, what uh, at uh, the Anglo Gold Ashanti Mpuneng mine, 196 uh, positive cases. That's a very alarming number. Well, you just mentioning what is out there officially. Something more is coming because they are still awaiting other test results. All right. Uh, what what? what? Ultimately, what do you want uh, the mining companies to be able to do to deal with this situation? I mean, can mining resume or should we just shut down the mines? Well, shutting down the mines is also uh, detrimental as well as operating fully is detrimental. Precautions should be taken. Uh, for example, you say, try to implement the social distancing issue uh, in a in a cage, in a deck of a cage, have only four people instead of 30 people. That is very difficult for them because it's a huge cost for them to hoist only 12 people to underground at a time in terms of electricity. That's, they are trying to save on electricity, and in the process, they are violating the social distancing, uh, what you call a regulation. We know, of course, many mines uh, have been battling. Uh, profit margins aren't what they used to be. You have to protect the interests of your workers, both in terms of their incomes, uh, but also, of course, uh, importantly, their lives. Uh, is this a workable situation? Well, the case in the two situation indeed, Bongani. Uh, we wouldn't love to see our members losing jobs, but at the same time, we wouldn't love to see our members losing lives. So in as much as we try to go back to normal, serious precautions have to be taken. Maybe we have to meet, it should not be an issue of one party thing that they can do everything on their own. Yeah. We should be fully involved in the whole process. 
I say what, David, let's also invite uh, Mamukheti Mulopian, who's a Labour commentator on these issues. I'd love to uh, hear uh, uh, the views there. Uh, Mamukheti, good morning to you. Welcome back to our program. It's a really, really difficult one, as David outlines their Catch-22 situation. You want to protect uh, livelihoods, uh, but at the same time, obviously, lives matter. Can the mining industry afford to go back during this pandemic? Well, indications are showing that they cannot afford to go back unless they have safety measures in place. Um, however, as NUM, as she has said, um, they would like to have their members working because income is important, but also their safety and health is important too. So it's difficult to say they cannot, they must uh, close once they had opened. I think what is missing um, was that when it was announced um, that they can go back to partially operating or, or 50% operations, DMR should have ensured that um, besides informing companies that they must put measures in place of screening and testing, that its inspectors of health and safety are there regularly to ensure that it's been carried out. Um, but when you remember that um, when it was the announcement that was made by DMR, it took another union going to the court yeah. uh, um, who, to ensure that uh, it, the court, once the court ruled, it became compulsory for companies um, um, to follow the safety measures and implement them. Therefore, one wonders if they were not adhering to um, the, the measures that Minister Mantashe SDMR had, 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 had put out in place. And, and, and now we are seeing that it's not just in one area, it was also in Limpopo, meaning somewhere along the line, somebody responsible for safety in the mines has decided I'd rather put 20 people in a cage um, than four, as, as any of them president said, because it is cost-effective and it's saving electricity. Well, there are all kinds of scenarios where uh, miners are in close proximity and uh, where they are really unable to follow, uh, uh, you know, the recommended uh, physical distancing measures to deal with this thing. Um, has government taken enough responsibility for their role here? Have the mining companies taken enough responsibility for their role here? No, neither of them have, and, and and I think we cannot um, sugarcoat it or beat about the bush in this. And hence, we are seeing that it's not a rush to react to what has happened. Again, um, emphasis should have been um, on before you reopen and resume production, unless you have the measures in place, as we have instructed you as DMR. You cannot open. So set, up, set yourself up to prepare your workplace. Yeah. Yes, aware that underground it's impossible to, to to observe social distancing. But try and find ways that you go. Or oh, before even they went in, um, workers should have te- been tested and, and, and uh, screened and isolated or asked to be uh, uh, quarantined if they were showing symptoms. However, it's important to remember that. Um, during I mean, some of the workers um, 
living communities, and some of them are from labor-saving provinces um, that are highly infected. I mean, some of the mine workers we know are from the Eastern Cape, and as we see, the Eastern Cape has been struggling and battling with, um, with, with the outbreak. So, again, we cannot know if they went um, if they went home during the lockdown. And, and, and yeah, well, we know, we know a lot of them did uh, did go home during the lockdown. Mamakhetu Molopiani, we'll have to leave it there with you. David Spunzi, your final word on this. Uh, the mining companies will turn around and say, listen, we're understressed. Uh, wage negotiations are obviously going to be a factor. Uh, we've been able to, we've been unable to operate uh, at normal capacity. All kinds of uh, constraints have been placed on doing uh, business uh, normally. We simply can't afford to do this. Uh, it's a real problem, isn't it? No, no, no excuse can be can be uh, advanced uh, at the expense of the lives of our members. All right, it's as simple as that, I suppose, David Spunzi. Uh, we'll keep an eye on this. The general secretary there of the National Union of Mine Workers.